Hi, I'm Adrienne McLean from The Speaker's Practice. It's great to have you join us from, for our podcast, Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed. We are interviewing professionals on the topic of seeing the bigger picture and discuss how individuals at work or in business can do this so they grow and ultimately succeed at their goals. This interview is designed to be motivational and uplifting. We're discussing skills and approaches to get you to the next level. This is Series 3 of Think Bigger, Grow and Succeed and it's sponsored by The Speaker's Practice. It's a program to support business owners, executives and professional individuals wanting to develop their career or business. Our theme this series is about moving forward and achieving aspirations. Today joining me is Philippa Chalice OAM. Philippa is the laughter lady and is an action-orientated, high-energy, results-focused speaker plus a fun-loving MC extraordinaire. Philippa is the CEO of Live Life Laughing, a specialist boutique consultancy providing resilience training and support using proven healthy laughter techniques which achieve better results through developing positive environments, unleashing great performance in organisations and individuals. Welcome, Philippa. Thank you so much, Adrian, for inviting me. Uh, it's great to have you with us. So we're we're just so looking forward to hearing about some of your your techniques because laughter is the best medicine, isn't it? Absolutely. And I practice what I preach every day. Before I get out of bed, I wake up and you know how some people stretch and do all sorts of things. I simply lie there. If it's not too cold, I'll even put the arms up. And I start every day with a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> wake up that way and the whole body you feel fantastic wow would you like to give us a little background into into how your business got started and uh, um, this technique that you've developed thanks i'd love to be able to do that because my life has been blessed for many years i worked in the corporate sector married went into the retail sector so i had a lot of interaction with people and over the years when i was in business for myself i was able to bring that to the fore and it was with staff training and development and when i did all my training people say oh, i love being in your class i'm so fun we laughed so when someone came into my life in the 80s and he said i'm the laughter yoga practitioner and i'm thinking what the hell is a laughter yoga practitioner Back then, nobody knew what it meant. But it had been put together by a doctor, a medical doctor, who came up with the concept of laughter yoga and using it for the community. And, of course, it's moved into the corporate sector and it helps every individual who gets involved. So over the years with my business, I was a professional speaker for many years. I was an MC, which is something I still do today. But every component of what I do, be it whether it's professional development and it could be a raft of things from, well, the moment it's talking about telephone techniques, people have forgotten how to do that yeah. or how to groom themselves. So it's professional and personal presentation skills, all the soft skills. Mm. But I use laughter and the laughter is there predominantly because everybody connects better if they can laugh. Yes, yeah. And is it... Uh, 
just because it's bringing uh, a lightness to whatever's going on or is it deeper than that? It's a lot deeper because when you laugh, you use every muscle in your body for a start. And in a workshop, I'd explain how it does work with the chemical reactions, how when you laugh, you release endorphins, and they're the happy hormone. Now, if you take it into a setting of someone working remotely as opposed to someone in the office and they want to connect, what's the best way to do it? You know, hello, nice to see you, going around the screen talking to people. But if you can relax and laugh with people and just share some laughter, it's infectious. So I always say, hello, I'm Philippa Chalice, known as the laughter lady, but also acknowledged to be the queen of chuckle. And that gets people laughing straight away. So in a work environment, when you've got people coming together, it really does connect. And it breaks down those sort of, uh, if there's any tensions there. If you take someone who's in a sales position, for instance, fabulous tool for someone who's a salesperson and remembering that the best way to sell sales and have great results is not just to talk but just to listen to what people want now if you're listening to someone and they share an anecdote about their family the best response is oh is that right but yeah that sounds wonderful yeah. <laughs> it's infectious the other person laughed and I think it was Victor Borger said that laughter is the shortest distance between two people. And how true. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to get on to our questions for Think, Beer, Grow and Succeed because uh, you might have some really valuable approaches uh, to, to some of the things that we're talking about here. Uh, we're, we're wanting people to think bigger about who they are and what they want, what they offer the world. And uh, part of that is having to go out of your comfort zone. So what do you, are your recommendations about staying in your comfort zone? What are the pros and cons of, of staying in your comfort zone? Well, being P for Philippa, the five P's are always important to me. Now, we've got different versions depending which school you go to or who you're with. But mine is proper preparation, oh, can't even say it. Proper preparation precedes premier success, ah. performance. Put the P's in their performance. So I always try and prepare for whatever I'm doing mm -hmm. and incorporating me. Now, the speech that I give and have done globally for years is your number one asset is you. And knowing that, you look after yourself. So I'm always prepared look after yourself, get up, have some exercise, whatever activity, everyone's different. It might even be meditation first thing in the morning. And that prepares me to do it so that I can then live by the kiss and tell principle. Ah. <laughs> you heard of that? Well, I have. Maybe you'd like to expand on that a bit. <laughs> well, I always say that if you are going to succeed in something, the kiss principle is the way to go. Keep it simple, sensational, and the tell component. And again, I've done a lot of work over the years with team building and activities within organisations when they're trying to work as camaraderies in the office. And the tell is treat everybody like a loved one. Oh, yeah. Now, if you do that, treat everyone with respect, 
And I think what's lacking in today's society, they're not teaching the three hours as we were brought up with. And it's not reading, writing and arithmetic. It's respect for others, respect for self and responsible for all our actions. So if you're going to go out of your comfort zone, you've got to prepare for it. And, and how I do that, out of respect for the person, I would research what I'm doing. Like today, who are you? Who's Adrian Clean? So I went and looked up. So that's respect, knowing what you're about. Respect for myself, being here, being on time, being presented in a way that they're not going to say, well, that's not very congruent with the message she's putting across. And uh, responsible for all your actions. Mm. Yes, uh, that's wonderful. The three R's. Respect. Mm. Respect. Was... Respect for others. Yes. Respect for yourself, and responsible for all your actions. Right. Yeah. And the respect for yourself is doing things for yourself. What the analogy we all hear in training rooms is: in the plane, what do you do in case of an emergency? Hmm? Mm. Put the mask on yourself first. Yes. And once you've done that, you can cope with anything else. Yeah, yeah. So it's really a, a coping mechanism for when when you do go out of your comfort zone, whether it's going into a, a networking room with thousands of people that you don't know, which can be daunting for people, or it's testing out a new activity that you don't know uh, how it's all going to go, and uh, um, it, it, so those three R's can really really help you just prepare well my whole life has been built that way my parents brought me up that uh, the old saying do unto others as you'd have them do unto you yes. and now this word i always the law of reciprocity is so i've got that right yes <laughs> you know what you give out comes back some people say karma but i do believe at all times is treat everybody as a loved one Keep it as a level of respect whereby those are people that whether they're going to be a street sweeper or whether they're going to be someone who's the head of a, a surgery and theatre, they all deserve the same response. They're all people. And so in the corporate world, and we're talking in organisations where people may have millions of dollars, or these days it seems to be billions in a budget, but still they're people. And I never take it that the person I'm speaking with knows what I'm thinking, I let them know. That's respect, again, in my thinking. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's very important. And these soft skills are, are really, uh, they're, uh, they're the way that we can navigate the challenges that we're facing. Well, people say, well, how can I do that? And I said, well, I always talk to children when I go into schools and I say to them, the same topic, your number one asset is you becomes success has you in it. Or no, you are ABC company's number one asset. Mm. When you look at the skills, we all know about doing your pros and cons. You know, and sometimes we're not kind to ourselves. You know, what are your assets? Mine was at the school that said, Philippa talks a lot in class. <laughs> Philippa's always laughing in class. <laughs> Who would have known that you know, 20 years ago that I would suddenly become the laughter lady and take laughter yoga to the world? Wow. <laughs> well, that 
goes on very well to our next question. And you've you've clearly uh, thought bigger about who you are and what you offer the world. And so what are your recommendations for thinking bigger about goals and aspirations? I think I would say go back to that old saying, oh, I'm full of adages and sayings today. Yes. <laughs> Did our own self be true? What is it you want to do? What are you passionate about? Now, I years ago had someone say to me, in the future, I see you on a stage with people laughing. Don't know what they're laughing at, but they're laughing, having fun. Now, I have got involved with the laughter yoga industry mm. and taking it to individuals in a small frame. Look, it only expands out. And to expand my business was an absolute joy because I'm doing something I love. If you don't love what you're doing, particularly if you're over 45, 50, change jobs, get another one, do something you love. And it's a joy. Mm. My idea was I wanted to take laughter to the individuals who needed it. I still feel blessed when I can take a laughter program into a facility where there are elderly people, uh, an aged care facility, people who have illnesses and can't move the mobility isn't there so you can still laugh people with alzheimer's and dementia love it because when you do a laughter yoga session you have to as an underlying core to it all is let the inner child out and if you can let the inner child out in people who are perhaps not with it as much now yeah. it comes back because it's their childhood memory oh. the same business if you practice in business, the principles you learned as a young kid mm. and take it bigger. Mm. So in business for me, yes, I started out to do this as a community club and that's why Laughter Clubs Victoria was formed so that we could take it into the communities. But then I saw with my background of corporate how good it would be for a team building activity. Mm. And when I take it into organisations, particularly those with stress and mental issues. And sadly, today, we know only too well, that's where we're at. So thinking big, I got into the position of going back to my business associates, going through my database, which has changed dramatically over the years, because people had with their own network, I think, lost touch in that, they, oh, I've got so many thousand on my database. I don't want thousands. I want people yeah. who will embrace what's there. And thinking bigger in business, I can take it to business and for them to take it to their core business and people. Yeah, oh, that's, that's amazing. Can, can you tell us a bit about laughter yoga? So it's a special, it's a special uh, modality. Modality. That's it. <laughs> well, look, if you were to have a group of people, and you can do it with one person, just one-on-one, -on -one, a group of people, and people say, well, how big a group have you worked with? Six, 6,000 on one occasion, 16,000 is an event. And when you laugh, there's lots of eye contact. So this is why I'm not looking to camera all the time, but I'm looking at you because I want to see how you're laughing and smiling to get the reaction as well. So there's that connectivity. Mm. So when we come together, depending whether you're in an environment where you're seated or if you're standing up, moving around, we have three components. One is that we do some deep breathing, 
We just, you, you can do it with me. Come on, you can do this. And then you are watching this. Simply take a deep breath. Bring those arms up all the way as you take the deep breath and exhale through the mouth. And again, another one, nice big one. And exhale. Now this time an extra deep breath. And hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. And just exhale and laugh. <laughs> now, that is step one. And when you're doing that, it really is giving you the ability to breathe better, deeper, have a better function. And if you're in a board meeting, you're in a group where you're having a think tank and you can't think, just doing that alone helps. So that's one component. The next is that we do a whole plethora of laughs, and there are hundreds of them, from you know a, a simple one where you can do a namaste, where you look people in the eyes and you go, <laughs> just gently, or you might do something as bold as having a nice game of archery and pulling back the archers with a ha, 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 and let that arrow go. <laughs> and it's all eyes. <laughs> so we have a lot of groups when it's in a big group we have activities with them so lots of laughs and we break everyone up with another activity so if you put your hands together it's clapping to the rhythm of one two one two three and we say the words ho ho ha 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 ho ho ha 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 ho ho Ho, ho, ha, ha, ha. As simple as that. Yeah. And, of course, as I mentioned earlier, to let that inner child out, the sense of well-being. Children laugh an inordinate amount of times. Yeah. As we get older, some people get grumpier. And the strain and stress of life, as I mentioned earlier, at the moment the, the mental issues that so many people have, it's really behoving them if they can laugh. I mean, I look in the mirror every morning, say, hi, gorgeous. It can only get better after that, and I laugh. <laughs> and when you let the inner child out, get rid of those inhibitions, the advantages are myriad. It helps you in a physical, mental, emotional manner and without you knowing. Now, some people are saying, but Philippa, you know, it's not real laughter. No, we have intentional laughter. And by doing the intentional laughter, what happens? The body doesn't know if it's fake or real. And you'll find all of a sudden, as I did last Saturday with a group of four women who'd never done it before, they came along and you could see the look on the faces. But by the end of the session, they were genuinely laughing. Oh, and Adrian, the beauty of all this is the body doesn't know if it's fake or real. You're going to get all those health benefits. And as I said, that's a half-day workshop just to find out how good they are. And sometimes when you, even if you force a laugh or, or it's it's sort of made, you end up laughing anyway naturally. So. And, look, people laugh for all different reasons and when someone has a laugh, it might be a joke, it might be a movie. Uh, look, jokes, well, I'll, I'll tell you one that's very much um, something that I would use at a breakfast session that I'm doing to, to ask the question as to whether people know that the Commonwealth Bank and Australian Post are going to amalgamate. Did you know that? No. And they've even got a name for it. Are you ready? Compost. 
<laughs> now, some people get it instantly. Other people get it explain to them later. Yeah. Just a little joke. So that's oh, the humour. So and is very individual, whereas laughter is universal. You can't help but laugh with another person. So think of the benefits in the workplace. Mm. And the big picture here is if I can have individuals come together as a team in a group in the workplace and we take it through the organisation, so the culture change, and that's what I often say, I'm really a, a culture change coach because... By doing that, what they've found, the more regularly you have a laughter session, the lower the absentees and the higher the staff retention. Think how good that is for the bottom line of the business. Yeah, that's amazing. Wow. Okay. Well, our next question is uh, what do you think when people do go out of their comfort zone and test new approaches, do they like doing that or do they sort of not want to do that? I'm one that didn't. <laughs> when I first started doing this, um, it was in the 80s. So I had the suit, the stockings, the high heels, the pearls, shoulder pads, big hairdo, the whole tragedy, pure 80s. Yeah. And I was used to being in the corporate sector and so I'd go along and whatever I was speaking about, training, and then all of a sudden I was involved with laughter and I didn't have to have all that, but I did feel silly. The first television interview I did was in Melbourne mm -hmm. in front of what was in the corner of Swanson and Collins, a vacant block before they built on it. Mm -hmm. And all I could think of was, oh, I wonder who's going to see me because I was so used to being this person who was so, and I felt inhibited and worried about now if you're enjoying yourself, you don't even notice the people. This is the good thing. And you feel so good after. Yes, yes. So uh, just go in and, uh, and sort of enjoy it rather than being worried about it. And this is what we've got to train some people to do. People have forgotten how to do those joyful things, and that's the whole essence. If you want to be happy and healthy, if you want your business to grow, You've got to look after yourself and that's the quickest way you can do it on your own mm. but if you share it with other people you get the benefits oh. and it's hard you try it afterwards just try laughing and see how long you last a minute's a long time but the benefits of one minute some people say the tests they've done and this has been scientifically proven over the last 20 25 years that when you're doing that it's like rowing you're putting so much into it using all those muscles yeah. The benefits then are that you have a clarity of thinking. So in business, you can expand your thoughts. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I love what you say about uh, if you love what you do and you go out and share it, uh, it, it, it you just love what you're doing. You do, you're sharing it with other people. And in that setting, whether it's going to be in the corporates or in retail, imagine, as I do with a couple of organisations who are in retail, there's the network marketers, and they have their team-building activity and everyone's come together and they're not quite sure, and how can I go to someone's home and sell? How can I go and expand on this whatever product it is and, and pass on the wonderful effects to people? If you've got that feeling of being connected with them, you perform better. 
Yes, it, it's about getting that bond with people and, and just wanting to, to build on that. Yes. Yeah. Well, my mission is to take this out to the world. I often say that I, uh, well, particularly now, um, I have the happy demic happening, the happy demic of laughter. Oh, that's wonderful. So I want people to help me spread it. Yes. <laughs> oh, so our last question is around uh, what's the best approach to achieving goals? What do you recommend from your corporate experience and now running your own business? Well, I started my business many years ago. It was called PPS, Philippa's Promotional Services. Promotions. Oh public relations, and I'm proud to say I came from a secretarial background and that's how I started and I had my income coming through. That was the mainstream. And over the years it developed because of the special events, became a speaker. I'd emceed all my life because I could speak proper. <laughs> At school I apparently used to say, how now, brown cow, but that got knocked out of me. <laughs> and when I started out, uh, I wanted my business to be there. So the promotions and public relations was something I did. It became instead special events. And through those special events, I could see that there was a growth sphere for me. And I'm very active in that respect. I do quite a bit of community work. So again, you can bring the two together, working with the not-for-profits to help them because they're under duress all the time. Yes. trying to achieve goals in the same way salespeople in a car yard do it, the same way as the bottom line in a corporate setting. And in retail, if you can connect with people, your sales will go through the roof. And my big picture was to make it a world full of peace and happiness, as they say. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Yes, there's, uh, if we go out and, and connect with people and build those relationships, it makes things so much easier. It does. And the joy in being involved with the laughter industry, it's for the individual and the individual passes it on to family. The workplace, they can take where they want to do. For schools even, with children who've got no self-confidence, they don't know how to laugh. And today, if, to be politically correct, what can you laugh at? You know, it's a very fine line. But with the laughter, look, you can just close your eyes and laugh and hear everybody else with you. And when we do a retreat and we're lying on the floor, did you do this as a kid, Adrian? You'd lie with your head on someone's tummy. Oh, and yeah. someone laughed, they'd laugh. We <laughs> don't quite do that, you know, almost. But there are other activities. And to hear the laughter just building up in people and afterwards they say oh look it was so good or it worked Gee, you know we got our quota for the month we sold well or we beat and achieved our sales target or we filled our hotel with you know bums in beds if you like because they were working as a cohesive group so it, it's pretty wonderful yeah. to have that big picture of everyone happy healthy yes. well that's, uh, that's our goal, isn't it? To be happy and healthy. We can do it via laughter, which is even better. That's why I called the business Live Life Laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Philippa, thank you so much for your time today. It's been just wonderful to hear your approaches. And, uh, uh, yeah, well, thank you. Yeah. Have you got any lasting words? Yes, put more laughter in your life. 
look at something in, with my glasses always half full. Um, COVID struck me down in December and I thought, how ghastly was this? But it did give me an opportunity once I got over the worst fevers, etc. and I've still got long COVID, to take stock of my life of where I want to go. What's my next big picture that I want? And my big picture is that I want to be doing what I'm doing in the mainstream so that I can then go and help and do it with people who, as I mentioned before, in an aged care facility. And, uh, of course, they are just having the pleasure of my company. If we could do that and, and spread the happy demic of laughter, what a wonderful place to be in. Yes. Thank you so much for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.